Okay. Uh, levels, levels. Levels, levels. Yep, that looks good. Man, um, you've done a lot since we recorded last. Well, yeah, there was a bit of travel. Um, where did you guys go? We flew to California and we went to Disney for a few days. Oh yeah, that sounds fun. Um, did you get did you do that for your birthday? No. Uh Lucas took a course for a J term course in environmental storytelling. Had I known that there would be other punchlines here, but <laughs> I didn't write anything yet. So okay. So I said to the tree, I said, <laughs> look. Okay, so 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 he took a course in environmental storytelling and that relates to Disney How? Uh, Disney is very, very good at environmental storytelling, moving the story along through, uh, the, uh, visual cues, Mm, which translates directly to video game design, right? Got it. It's also an excuse for this professor to take 20 kids to Disney every year. (laughs) I mean, that, that part does sound fun for, for, for Lucas. Um, did you guys have fun? Well, it was cold and rainy and miserable. Oh, I'm sorry. That I mean, that sounds terrible. I mean, were there any good parts to the trip? <laughs> the rain tamped down the crowds, and it was also very, very expensive. So there's that. Toddlers, welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, you were enjoying the music so much, I was like, I wonder if Dwayne remembers that he's got a line <laughs> as the music goes down. I'm I, in, in addition to everything else that I brought back from Disney, I also brought back a, a head cold. Um, uh, the day quill night quill may be kicking in. I can't guarantee anything tonight. So good luck. As opposed to our regular guarantee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode could get weird. This one, <laughs> this one, oh, this, this one? one. Oh, this, this one. Oh, this is the weird one. Oh, sure. Oh, well, it is an odd one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're back, uh, uh, and, and I'm glad you're feeling well enough to record. So, well, I we'll, wasn't last night. So, we'll see how far we get on this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's tell you what. Let's just jump right into feedback, follow up, and updates. All right. On the drive, Amy and I listened to last week's episode where, with all of the Toddy nominations, she was beside herself that the WAP email did not garner a nomination. Oh, yeah. It's kind of an oversight. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think I see a flaw in our plan. By the way, I've been saying that a lot this week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How's work? Do I need to play another theme? (laughs) Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. fine. (sighs) Just changing passwords. Um, So, yeah. You know what? That probably... 
you know what? I'm going to own this. Dwayne missed that when he made the nomination list. <laughs> That's me owning it. <laughs> You're going to own it, but I miss. Uh, what yeah. I I told her was, well, there's a open there's a open field on the ballot. Mm. Nominate yourself. Yes. Go vote. You know what else? The person who was clamoring the loudest last year that the toddlers need to have a say and they need to vote on these. Do you, do you know who that was? Was was that was that Amy? It it was. Do you know who didn't vote? I feel like when we start talking about who voted and not voted, we're getting real close to the other theme, but I was going to say for the sake of this argument, are you going to say that, that, that Amy, Hey, you know, you, when you voted, you could have added that to your list. Oh, I don't vote in this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't have time for that. And she had a whole extra day as well. And I reminded her that she might want to go and contribute content. No, I'm good. Okay. That does tell me here's an, here's, we should think about this as a biz dev, uh, opportunity for next year. You know how on some airlines, like they have partners, like you can do messaging for free. You don't have to pay for the Wi-Fi. Maybe we need to talk with Southwest and see how we cut a deal with them that voting on the Tani's website is free <laughs> while you're on the Southwest flight. What else are you going to do? Besides probably not get to your destination <laughs> or track your luggage. We we did fly Southwest back from Anaheim through, I can get to this in travel stories. I might as well get to it now, uh, through Denver. Mm, I was going to say Tulsa, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the new Southwest wing of the sea terminal is Gorgeous. Holy cow. Hmm. I'm never in that airport, hardly ever in that airport. Uh, had not seen what they had done out there. It, comfortable chairs and couches, uh, bright, airy, really tall ceilings. Highly recommend. The terminal, not the airline. I was going to say, so they, they took all of the money they should have been using to upgrade their systems over the last 20 years to handle basic updates automatically uh-huh. that they didn't spend. They put it into couches in Denver. <laughs> uh, you seem to have the situation pretty much pegged there, Butch. Excellent. Excellent. I, I do have an MBA, so I do understand how this kind of money thing works. <laughs> other Other feedback here? Um, Lisa's got a little bit of other feedback, but I think there's some sprinkled through the rest of the episode. So yes. Okay. Um, Doug texted me after he voted and then he texted me after he listened to the episode. He voted before he listened to the episode (laughs) and then said, oh, now I get the discarded title part. Well, You guys missed out on some really great titles. I mean, the, my vote still stands because I'm an idiot. But you know, there you go. We'll 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 I mean, get to some more of these later. But yeah. that's the that's the beauty of the discarded title. You don't really need context. No, no, no. you really don't. As a matter of fact, context may actually hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, Jake uh, Jake sent me a, te- a, a message on January eighth 
when Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy now has as many passing touchdowns as Russell Wilson has bathrooms in his house. Uh, that was back on January 8th. He's now far exceeded that. Well, for, the, for those of look, you keeping track, I mean, no, no other team had an opportunity to draft Brock in, in, in the, in the spring draft <laughs> because he was the, literally the last person taken in the draft. Every team had seven shots at least, well, at least generally speaking, had about seven chances to draft him and nobody did. So really, I, I, I don't, you know what? I was just recovering from the season. This isn't helping. <laughs> None of this is helping. Uh, uh, can we do, I, I just had, I'm just, I'm just thinking, hey, hey, 49ers trade idea. Would you, would you like to, would you like a quarter billion dollar quarterback for your Mr. Irrelevant, uh, uh, third string quarterback straight up? Straight nope. up. No. Nope. Huh. Really? That's weird. Wow. Hmm. Well, you know, we tried. I just had one. Um, actually. From last week when okay. you were, you were telling your story about CES. Yes. And you started out about the TV that falls off the wall when the batteries run out. Yes. You started out saying it was an LG and then ended your story saying it was a Samsung. Do Ooh. you know which one it was? Luckily, I haven't cleaned up my notes yet. Let me let me quickly. It is L. Oh, I see where my problem is. It is LG's brand new signature OLED TV. So it's LG. But on second reference, when I looked, I saw signature and said Samsung. Ah, okay. That doesn't really make this better at all, but it's LG. <laughs> I'm glad we cleaned that up. Also, <laughs> I, we, we guessed that the cost randomly of a 55 inch OLED TV was about $150. Oh, it's an OLED actually, be, oh, yeah. an OLED is going to be somewhere between $799 and $2,700 yes. at Best Buy right now. Yeah, for an so, OLED. I, I was just going with the non OLED for a hundred yes. or yes. yes. Okay. Yes. If yeah, if we're trying to compare apples to apples, you can get an eight hundred dollar one that then has two thousand dollars worth of batteries on the side of it that'll fall off your wall if that's something that you know interests you. And and if you're gonna if you're gonna have a a, a TV attached to your uh, wall by a uh, battery suction power that could go out at any point you really want oled because when that crashes the vibrancy of the colors the blacks <laughs> are so black and the whites just <laughs> pop like it looks like it's you're right there it's beautiful <laughs> it looks like that it looks like that glass is cracked in hundreds of different places how do they do that that's the oled talking <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any follow-up? I did not, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we uh, review the Toddy Awards? I. It's not just review. This is where we we hand out the Toddy Awards. Oh. I mean, this is it. This is a ceremony, right? This is this is the actual... This is the thing. Yeah, and here I am without a theme for it. That's what I was thinking. Do 
That's about right. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's start running through these because we did spend quite a bit of time last week. So what do we got? We got five responses. Excellent. Five votes cast. Four. Um, oh, well, let's start with, tell you what, let's do this differently. Uh, so, uh, yeah, right. We're, this is, this is the week where we hand out the toddy awards. <laughs> is what? this the rehearsal, Paul? Is this? Paul? <laughs> when, when do we do this live, Paul? <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do quick the categories that we cut out last week because they were, um, they were too small really to have voting for them. We didn't think that that would be fair. Yes. Um, for example, best guest last year, the entire last year, we had two guests. Thanks, Eli. Thanks. Um, Wardo with Mega Power Frunk and Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18 on I earned my man, man bun certificate. I believe last year we gave everyone best guest awards. I propose we do the same thing this year. I am perfectly fine. Uh, those were two good episodes, and uh, we appreciated both of them coming on. And uh, yes, I I would say uh, both uh, congratulations to both to both Ward and Sarah Judson Brown for uh, earning a 2022 toddy. I believe twenty. We're giving out in 2023, uh, and uh, with that, besides the recognition, uh, will come a an official talking to Todd keychain, which is quite awesome uh brought to you brought to us i guess brought to us by sticker mule um brought to you by the u.s postal service maybe but brought to, well hopefully <laughs> um i mean again it may go through tulsa on the way to brainerd uh before finally ending up in st cloud but who knows um and that's wards <laughs> and Uh, but yeah, uh, Toddy winners get, uh, a talking to Todd keychain. And so both Ward and Sarah will be getting keychains, which leads us to best new merch. Okay. Um, we had outline logo mugs. Yep. We had golf balls, most of which I hit into the woods. So, uh, my own little marketing campaign there. Yep. Excellent. Uh, I got some playing cards. Did I ever show you the playing cards I got? Yes, I believe you did. Yes. Uh, all of this is available on Zazzle. I'm sure there's a code out there and generally starts with Z uh, and keychains. So there's that. Okay. I'm going to make an executive decision. I mean, yes. it's all, it's all the merch is award winning. Yes. That's the point. It is. But it, it all has been nominated. I think it's all award winning, but for the sake of this year's, I think we ought to be sending our winners award winning merchandise for oh. winning see what i'm doing there i see what you're doing there yep yeah yep. okay fan. Yeah. yep i can get on board with that okay yes okay so uh talking to todd keychains merch of the year congratulations look at Yay. that just well, it's rising in value as yeah. we go <laughs> best bonus edition we only did one bonus edition all year last year <laughs> it's a special sports edition congratulations to bonus episode number seven for winning by default it was literally the only choice. Uh, also, best cold open. We had, uh, I nominated, I made two nominations here. Uh, the week we didn't do one, which we got a pretty good reaction out of. Yep. 
which actually followed the other nomination. The, 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 I, I probably should have done these in the other order. The first nomination is the nine and a half minute one with the Bored Ape <laughs> NFTs, <laughs> which was followed by the week where we didn't do a cold open to kind of balance out our links. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, we could, I don't, I don't think we should pick, I don't think we can pick both nine and a half minutes and zero. Um, I, I mean, I'm a little biased here, but I, I just love the idea that the nine and a half minute, uh, NFT conversation goes down as the award winning cold open <laughs> that will live in infamy. Uh, the apes weren't the only thing that were bored for nine and a half minutes. I just got to say. The the nominees for best sponsor. I'm going to sound like I'm on the on the gold globes or something. The nominees for best sponsor. uh, Toddler 3187. The three entries for Taylor for Jesse Taylor's centers and foundations. And uh, farms. And and farms. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, DJ to go Cedar Valley. Your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. Who technically doesn't actually sponsor us. <laughs> and uh, and then we nominated ourselves for sponsoring the Educated Idiots because the category is best sponsor. Uh, Toddler3187 got three votes. <laughs> you could vote for two. Thanks, Eli. Toddler3187 got three total votes. Toddler3187 your sponsor of the year for the talking to Todd podcast. <laughs> Congratulations, Sherry high. And by the way, for all the other sponsors who didn't uh, make it this year, I would recommend this is just me. I would recommend maybe, maybe upping the sponsorship to see if you can win that award next year <laughs> or go Sherry's direction and sponsor more often. Mm. I'm just impressed for Sherry because I'm like, well, Sherry voted. Yeah. Greg voted. I bet. Wait, somebody outside the household voted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We also, we had nominees for idiot of the year. Yes. Which was Brett Favre, everybody else. And uh, then an open write-in area. 40% of the votes went to Brett Favre. Uh, also receiving votes uh, were Scott Frost, mm-hmm. Dan Hensing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder who wrote him in. <laughs> and somebody wrote in me. I think that they they didn't sign their ballot, but I'm pretty sure it was Sherry High. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, idiot of the year, Brett Favre. No, no, hold on, hold oh. on, hold on. I'll, yeah. I'll just, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun category. I mean, I, and thank you for the voting. We appreciate the voting. But do we really want to give an award to Brett Favre? Like, like that seems like we're on the wrong. Like, even though this is a joke, and if I don't, I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable giving Brett Favre an award at this point, given his current situation. I, I don't think that's a great idea. 
you know, um, we should have thought about this before we made this category as big as a bears fan that I am. The only thing I'm comfortable giving Brett Favre is the bird. <laughs> I, so what were the other votes? Um, Scott Frost, Dan Hensing and Sherry high nominating herself. <laughs> Scott got fired. Dan, Dan had his spleen removed. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I know you don't listen to their podcast regularly. Right. I am very, very fearful that when the doctor was in there removing his spleen, the doctor also took out Dan's filter. Because Wait, he had a filter. <laughs> I, apparently he did because what's coming out of the educated idiots podcast now. Oh my God. Okay, here's here is my suggestion. I'm just we're just making this up on the fly again. This will go much better when we do this live in front of a live studio audience. You want me to fix this in post? No, no, no. no. Why, okay, why, why good. Why um, <laughs> so here's what I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm gonna make. I, I, we've already called it the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. I, I, I kind of feel like. We're gonna we're gonna dis we're gonna disallow Brett because these I don't want to send him a keychain. That's what it comes down to. I don't want to send it him a keychain. It really is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? fair. Yeah. And and we're not gonna send. Wait. If I think about this, we're not gonna send. Uh, we're not gonna send Scott Frost a keychain. You know what? You're already sending one to Sherry. Oh, that sounds. That's rough though. Yeah. You know what? I think it goes to Dan. I think by it default. does go to Dan. Yeah. By default. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Congratulations, Dan. Idiot of the year. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, next that, may have, that may have been a mistake. <laughs> uh, next court category, outstanding. On, Go ahead. On, just real quick, though. On the other yeah. hand, um, that does mean that uh, the idiot toddlers in their introduction will be able to, when they introduce themselves, and here is award-winning host dan Dan (laughs) Hens. you're welcome uh uh, outstanding achievement in editing there were five votes you got four of them (laughs) awesome congratulations you too get a keychain yes i'm an award-winning podcast editor (laughs) how many have you done one <laughs> you got an award for that people were impressed it showed up at all <laughs> uh best new segment oh this one's got to be close <laughs> uh the options were Dwayne guess a number todd ought to know and this week in farve yes Dwayne guess a number got two votes todd ought to know got Three. Woo-hoo! Yes. Oh, wait, why am I celebrating? That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible news. That's no that good. Means, ta-da, ta-da. I just realized I just realized that. Like as I'm, I'm like, yeah, I know war. Oh crap. That means we're gonna keep doing it. Damn it. <laughs> well, the people have spoken. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. Good thing we good thing we didn't create a category of which segment would you like us to continue? That would have had significantly fewer votes. <laughs> How can I write in none of them? <laughs> uh, 
the the votes for discarded title of the year were scattered all over the board. Um, every every title got at least one vote, except for it's not great, but it is expensive. Every every title got at least <laughs> one vote because you could vote for three. However. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe us recycling that joke in this week's cold open will help it gain some steam. <laughs> uh, but the the discarded title that got the most votes overall yes. was four dance monkeys. Absolutely, absolutely should have been the title of that episode. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. We'll uh, take that. And let's see. Show before we go to show title of the year. Um, just want to get into, uh, other overall feedback that came in as a part of the survey. Doug did sign his ballot as Doug, the best guest that didn't appear on the show this year, Wilkinson. Okay. Okay. Yep. Taking a, a week or two off is crucial to help lower the bar only then to raise it again. <laughs> Make the people miss you or cheer your absence. <laughs> How can I miss you if you won't go away? Uh, best titles and discarded title categories should be reversed. Clearly that came in before he listened to the episode. And we pay in plugging your podcast on our show. It's a trade-off, albeit not a good one for you two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Oh, so uh, show title of the year. Again, you could vote for three. Every show title got at least one vote. Excellent. Uh, in second place, we have a three-way tie with two votes each. Thanks, Eli. Chief Bridesmaid, whole success, and Mega Power Frunk. And you're talking to Todd's show title of the year for 2022. Where's Clippy when you need him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Good, good stuff. So, uh, oh, uh, award winning keychains for award winners. We'll get them out this week. Uh, I think I've got everybody's addresses. Um, well, except for yours, because I, I've tried to ship stuff to the undisclosed location. <laughs> it just keeps driving past the, on a on a UPS truck up and down the road. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder the UPS truck couldn't find you. Duh. Uh, we should say thank you to everybody who took time to uh, to go to the poll and vote uh, on this. We 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 appreciate the time that it, that you guys spent on that. It this is fun. It's fun for us to see what uh, what's what these categories turn out. So thank you. Absolutely, I I wholeheartedly concur. Okay, uh, halfway through the show, we'll move on to uh, did did you have anything this week for Tech Corner sponsored by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy? Just real super quick, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I mentioned uh, if you happen to have LastPass as your password manager, you may want to change your passwords. Um, I'm just going to recommend if you are a heavy user of, let's say, LastPass, uh, set aside plenty of time for plenty of weeks because <laughs> it's going to take a long time. <laughs> 
still oh. work still working through passwords. This is gonna take oh. months. Oh no. anyway, other than that, nope, nothing on my side. <laughs> good, 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 good times. Good times. Uh no no technicals in the last week, so nothing out of my tech corner. Excellent. Um oh it's an odd week. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. Okay. Title this week is The NFL is Fine. Nothing to, nothing to see here. In the in the in the last uh in the last week of the regular season, uh the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers uh versed each other, as we say in this in this family for reasons that go way, way back. Hi, Ian. Um, there were, there were two incidents that drew, uh, that drew fines from the NFL for the players that were, uh, involved in the incidents. Uh, first one, uh, Detroit lions running back Jamal Williams scored a touchdown and did a dance in the end zone that the NFL did not appreciate because it involves some hip gyrations. Did he do three pumps? He did not. <laughs> so <laughs> he was fined for a dance. Not a, I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like that kind of dance. It was, it was a dance that he has done before and has done for years. He got a fine from the NFL for that. Also in the game, Packers rookie linebacker Quay Walker was ejected. Oh, yes. Because a Detroit Lions player was down on the field and a Detroit Lions um, trainer from the athletic, you know, a, a, one of their medical staff came out and uh, Walker um, shoved, like literally shoved him uh, for reasons that nobody can seem to explain. So he shoved a medical personnel who is on the field attending to an injured player. He the, was ejected. The week, which, which was the week after the Buffalo incident where medical personnel saved yes. a guy's life. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Just to put that all in context. Yes. Yes. He got the gate. Okay. So a little bit more context. Um, Jamal Williams w did receive a penalty on the field for his dance for unsportsmanlike conduct. Yep. Uh, Quay Walker also received a penalty and was ejected. Yes. Both of them. I believe that was Walker's second ejection this year. Correct. For on field naughtiness. <laughs> and I believe that Williams also was flagged earlier this year and may have been fined for the same dance. So they were both repeat offenders. One person has danced twice. One person has been ejected twice. And the second one was for pushing medical professional. Dwayne, <clears throat> this is going to be, can you tell me 
how much each player was fined for their activities in that game. I need how much was the dancing fined and how much was the shoving of medical personnel that led to an ejection? How much was the fine for that? Um, I really have no clue. So I'm just totally, totally taking a flyer here. Uh, but I don't think we'd be talking about this if the numbers weren't upside down for how they ought to be. This, this segment's becoming less and less fun. Every week you figure it out. <laughs> but I think that the guy who pushed the medical professional got fined $2,300 and the guy that danced twice got fined $7,500. Okay. You got the order correct, but the magnitude is completely off. Okay. Dancing was fined $18,566. Okay, off by more than half. Okay. Yes. The guy who shoved the medical personnel was fined $13,261. It's the $61 that makes the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did you see, speaking of fines, did you see that Alan Lazard got fined for taunting? This was two weeks ago? Um, I did not. He blocked players and blocked three of them on the same play and they were all lying down on the ground and then he counted them one two three on the field did not draw a taunting flag on the field but did draw a letter from the league afterwards and a deduction from his paycheck I mean, it who, was who, funny. I mean, it was funny. Here's one, two, three. Blocked all of you. <laughs> my guess is if you're Alan Lazard, you get it and you're like, you look at the fine and you go, totally worth it. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. Cause that clip went viral. It was yeah. great. All right. So I can't, I can't give you either number. I mean, you, you, you got, you, you figured out that the, assaulting a person is 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 less bad than dancing but you miss the numbers so do i get do i get half a bell for that um i'll give you a quarter bell that was a full bell you oh. fix that in post <laughs> pretty sure i'll have feedback if i don't okay <laughs> uh let's see uh idiot of the week the scott frost memorial idiot of the week yeah you want to start? You want me to? Um, I've been talking for a bit. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you take a run at it. Okay. Uh, because I'm a dirty, dirty cheater. I brought my standard three, my headlines this week. Just, Welcome. You're just steering into the, you're just steering into the slide now. Right. Because I thought about just bringing one this week and listening to the feedback, but. And then that would let the haters win. <laughs> why start now? Yeah. Uh, uh, story number one, welcome to new California story. Number two, don't I know you and story number three, I like to move it, move it. it I was going to go with new California, but at this point, I'm, I think we're going to go with number three. <laughs> uh, this story, this story has been circulating 
on our rundown now for at least three weeks. <laughs> because at one point it was pack it in. <laughs> You're just A-B testing titles to see which I, I, one gets a hit. Uh, this was January 3rd, Poinciana, Florida. Hello. Two people in Florida were arrested after one of them made a 911 call to get help with moving their belongings from a home that they were burglarizing. I must have misheard you. Nope. <laughs> deputies responded to a home Saturday after a 911 call was made. At the home, the deputies concluded that nobody lived there, but they found a male suspect and his girlfriend inside the home after entering it through an unlocked door. While talking to the deputies, the female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move their belongings from the house that they were burglarizing. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so that they could spend the weekend in New York. <laughs> Thank you, AP World News. <laughs> I'm not sure they understand how 911 works. <laughs> The sheriff's office said in a Facebook post that the deputies did help them with their belongings and they did give them a ride, but it wasn't to the airport. <laughs> uh, the male suspect was charged with burglary and theft. The female suspect was charged with burglary of a residence, according to the sheriff's office. Your idiot of the week nomination. Burglars call 911 to get help moving their stuff. They're just lucky that general stupidity isn't a criminal offense or they would probably be up on felony charges at this point. <laughs> How about you? What'd you bring? Okay. So uh, mine is called bearing the lead. Um, I was looking through, this was on Apple news, um, but I don't believe it's Apple news's uh, problem. Um, I was just looking at headlines and one really caught my, um, caught my attention and I'm going to, because I, I thought this looks this looks weird. Like I think I would have I would have read more about this. So I'm going to send that to you. Do you see the one that caught my attention? Smart asset. Is that the one? No. <laughs> the one from the Times of London saying five soldiers who deserted are executed in Dublin. And I thought, wait, wait, what? Like. We're executing soldiers for desertion. Like what? I don't, where was that? Like that, that wasn't on my radar. That seems very weird. And if you look, how many days ago was that story printed? Uh, I, I took this on January 11th. If you look right at the bottom of it, it tells you, uh, can you see where it says it says three days ago? Yeah. So that ran January 8th in this, in the times. And I was like, man, that seems very weird. Here's why I'm going to call the times idiot of the week because I clicked on it because I was like, that seems excessive. I, I can't believe that the UK or sorry, I guess Ireland at that point, Ireland would be de desertion. Um, if you click on the story, the subhead lends a little bit more information to the headline. On this day, a hundred years ago. Oh, Sin of a good. Well, that makes more sense. That makes a lot of sense. Put that up front. <laughs> <laughs> but 
breaking news from a hundred years ago. What the? I don't. <laughs> news travels slow in Dublin. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> what? I'm, like, I'm Gary Owens. <laughs> I mean, come, <laughs> come on. <laughs> anyway, yep, there Times you go. Of London. That's a good nominee. Yep. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, you you traveled this week, so do you have travel stories? I do. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to yes and your list of people stopping <laughs> for no particular reason. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing in the United States too, huh? Not just, not just England. Yes. Uh, at, at theme parks, when you're getting on a ride, Oh, when you're getting off a ride, <laughs> just in the middle of the street for no particular reason. Uh, sometimes they decide they want to take a picture mm. now. <laughs> huh. Uh, in queue and in the middle of the sidewalk waiting for an Uber. There's a really, really wide sidewalk where you can stand against a fence would be the natural place to do it so that people could walk by and get out of the park. Nope. These people decided to have a conversation, eight of them, in the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> Completely oblivious to everybody else. Uh, I can't say enough about Disney in the rain. Normally when people say that, I can't say enough about the service here, that's usually said in a good way. Is that how you meant it? <laughs> we, Amy and I listened to some Disney podcasts in preparation because we've been to Florida and Walt Disney World more recently than we'd been to Anaheim. And so, you know, we wanted to bring ourselves up to speed and knowing that the California rainstorm was going to happen. We found a podcast that was Disneyland in the rain. Wow. That's a very specific podcast, right? I mean, it was, it was an episode of a Disney podcast. Oh, okay. I thought you meant yeah. the entire, no, 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 no not to, sorry. Yeah. So it's just interviewing people. So, uh, how are you doing? Oh, it's still raining. Okay. Well, that's why we called. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk to another waterlogged guest here on Disneyland in the rain. <laughs> uh it, it was like a 30-minute podcast. The first 20 of it, uh, they talked about all the news at Disney. In the last 10 minutes, they talked uh about how to do Disney in the rain. Uh bring an umbrella umbrella and suck it up. That's yeah. The only thing that would make that more Disney would be that exact same advice that you paid forty nine ninety five for and had your name embroidered on the umbrella. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I've got I've got something else for what I learned this week, and I'll save it for that. But uh, yeah, Anaheim in the rain. Oh, well, okay, so one other thing. California does not know how to deal with rain on their highways. We drove to San Diego from Anaheim because that's where Amy's aunt and uncle live to visit them for the day. The drive down took us about an hour and five minutes. In the meantime, it started raining and the water has nowhere to go, mostly because they never deal with this because it never rains. Uh, it was hydroplane central from Encinitas all the way back to Anaheim. The drive took two hours. <laughs> 
It was fantastic. I mean, that seems like a long time. I mean, it, it took the Chargers 30 years to make that drive. So, <laughs> I mean, really, two hours isn't bad. <laughs> Doesn't seem like quite that bad. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I wish they would um, plan for the times when they do get that much rain, because my guess is they're going to start to get a lot more of it. And then they're not going to get any of it for like a year, but then they're going to get a whole lot more of it and they're going to need to be able to deal with that. Just word of advice. Anywho, uh, what are you watching? Um, Oh, hey, real quick, before we get to that, uh, one one bit of Lisa's follow-up I said would be sprinkled in. When you mentioned about how people stop and do weird, you know, just stop for no apparent reason, and then you said, oh, and just take a picture. Uh, when we were listening to the episode and I was talking about we were walking on Whitehall and the person was taking a picture and backing up and backing up. Yeah. And and as I was telling you the story, I said, you know, I played a little basketball and learned how to go on the low post. That was getting ready for me to say my next sentence while I was saying that in the car. Lisa says, and you didn't move. And then I said, <laughs> and I didn't move. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you didn't. Um, anyway, it was like, yeah, I was getting to it. Yeah. But no, um, anyway, yes, her view of it was my view of it, which was, I'm not getting out of your way. Um, this is, this is my spot. (laughs) We also, uh, speaking of feedback on feedback on feedback, I guess, kind of at this point, um, last week you provided Lisa's feedback on Harrison Ford and Amy enjoyed that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad I can entertain people. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. It's no WAP email, but it's what we got this year. Yep. (laughs) Although technically that the origin, the origin of that happened in 2022 and you didn't put it on any list. So I'm free (laughs) other than we can change whatever rules we want to change. Um, okay. So what we're watching this week, um, we, we watched glass onion, um, Uh and you know, enjoyed that. That wasn't, that's an interesting, uh, yeah. Um, it's weird. It's weird seeing bond with that accent again, but you know, whatever. Right. Yep. Um, I think we got done and Lisa goes, first one was better. (laughs) So anyway, um, we also watched, oh, that was on Netflix. Um, we also watched, I believe on Netflix, uh, we watched Matilda, um, which is a filmed version. I mean, it's, 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 it's a film of the, musical but it's not like hamilton or um come from away this was an actual movie that they shot this is more like rent yeah um they did some interesting things with it including there is a song at the end of the movie that is not in the musical and but it's written by the people that wrote the musical they wrote an extra song for the movie and you're like well Okay, but where did that time come from? They also removed a song that is in the musical for the movie. So they took a song out. And Lisa was like, they took out at the beginning of Act Two, there's a song called Telly. And it is probably, it's, it might be the most, it's either the first or second. I mean, it's a very, it's one of the famous songs out of the musical um, because basically it explains all I know. I learned from telly <laughs> oh. what to think and what to buy. I was pretty smart already, but now I'm really, really smart. Very, very smart. All I learned. I know from telly. 
you can kind of guess where that one's going. Anyway, so they took that, they took a song that everybody knows out and put a new song in and went, where'd that come from? Um, I will say because we saw the, we, we, we saw it on stage first in the, in, in the West end. I think actually I prefer, I, I, I prefer the stage version than the movie, but that just might be because that's what I saw. What I'll also say is it's, um, you watch this and we thought about this while we watched the stage show and then you watch it on like kids. Like, it's almost disturbing how badly kids are treated in this movie. And, uh, it's a, it's a rolled doll, rolled, rolled doll story along with, you know, like Charlie and the chocolate factory. Like kids don't fare well in these movies. Like no. these, these are kids stories, but not kids. Like, <sighs> yeah. What was the name of that author? Doll, R doll, yeah. There's there's some vowels and yeah. That's easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, and then we, the last thing we finished, we just finished. We were watching Mythic Quest. Went to England. Watched Slow Horses while we were there, but forgot to watch the last two episodes of Mythic Quest while oh. we were over there. And we could have because Apple TV plus on Apple TV and Apple TV is available internationally. We just forgot to watch it. So actually we just finished the last two episodes of season three of mythic quest. Very good show. Very, uh, just once again, enjoy that. Highly recommend that. How about you? What have you guys watched? Uh, I finished Wednesday. I really liked it. Hmm. How many, is that multiple episodes? Eight, Mm. eight episodes. Um, worth your time. Uh, yeah. Particularly if you like the Adams family, even if you didn't like the Adams family, there's enough mystery uh, stuff going on that. Yep. I would recommend it. It was fun. Uh, And I'm about two thirds of the way through. She said on Peacock, which is the Harvey Weinstein investigation by the New York times ladies. Oh, okay. Yes. Don't know how it turns out. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Um, I do want to go finish the rest of the movie because it's, it's it's frustrating. That's the best description I've got. Sit there, I'd watch this movie, and I'm just frustrated the entire time. Uh, anywho, that's what I got. Did you learn anything? Yeah, so... Um... This was a this was in the 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 notebook from the England trip, and then it never made it on the show. And then Lisa was referencing it, I'm like, "Oh, I forgot about this." Um, so I learned this a couple of weeks ago, but I want to share it with you because this highlights things. Uh, that I wrote down: people in the UK will watch anything. I think I've pointed out how bad TV is there. Um, they love they they've got they've got a lot of chat shows, and they got a, they've got a lot of game shows, and. One of the game shows that takes up 30 minutes, and this is on a main channel during prime time. <laughs> like, this is what's on. You know that, um, you know that, uh, if you go to like a county fair and they have that, um, they have that game where you, you can roll like a quarter down and there's like the, ha- the, like the, the push bar yeah. that, that yeah. pushes the coins and then they drop down to the next level. And then there's another one and you've got to, yeah, they have those in casinos too. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a game show that's 30 minutes long that is that. So contestants are given six categories, sports, culture, art, whatever. You answer a couple of questions. If you answer the questions, you you earn essentially a, a thing that you can then it, it it goes down like a like a plinko thing. It did it, 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 you know you drop it from the top did, 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 and then it lands and then a push bar pushes it and then you try to knock stuff down and then you might win money. Yes, and <laughs> I started watching this and I'm like they are televising that game which is not a super exciting game right it's just a bar that's moving back and forth and then you watch to see if the if the little coin tips over or not and then it goes back and then it goes back forward nope and it first came on i'm like are you kidding me i can't believe people watch this we watched every night after that night. <laughs> you, you could be watching eight out of 10 cats does countdown. And instead you're watching coin pushers. That's on later. That's on later. Um, first five minutes. I can't believe they're televising this second five minutes. Oh, you're getting the answer. These are pretty easy questions. Third five minutes. Why are you dropping it in slot four? It's clear <laughs> that your strategy needs to be to go to slot two. You're just a moron that doesn't understand the physics of this game. You need this person. I would do better on this if they would just give me a shot. 15 minutes. <laughs> and then you're addicted. Yep. People huh. in the UK will watch anything. And we were people in the UK. <laughs> How about you? What did you learn this week? So in addition to it being my birthday this week, it was also Lucas's birthday this week. Oh, yeah. And he turned 21 Ooh. at Disneyland. So we went to Oga's Cantina and Lucas, Lucas got a drink called the Fuzzy Tauntaun. <laughs> it, there was foam on the top and it included peach schnapps, among other things. But there's a plant there's a leaf that they put into the foam that when, when you drink the foam, it makes your lips tingle. It looks like, oh, you got to try this. And it does. So what I learned this week was the fuzzy tauntaun makes your lips tingle. I, I don't know that I recommend it, but I learned it. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking in the Number Two, No G, No Space. You can check out our page on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. The uh, Tuba City Home Office is always open. Stop by and see us there. Please don't do that. Uh, or you can stop by and see our, our, uh, our award-winning Naperville Drains. Did the drains win an award? I don't. I don't think they were nominated. Why didn't we have a? Why didn't we have a? Why didn't we have a section for uh, a civic infrastructure of the year award? I think we just did. Congratulations, Greg. 
Congratulations, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, uh, the award-winning Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, even though we only kind of did their te- their segment this week, and dj to go Cedar Valley. Send us your feedback. As always, feedback goes to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say what we should or should not talk about on here, but the line, the fuzzy tauntaun made my lips tingle. I would have placed money that that would have been uttered in a skit on RuPaul's Drag Race well before we ever uttered that line on this show. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm still right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're going to need to clean that up next week. We'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Okay, this is what you've done to me. And this now becomes the other thing I learned this week. So I am Googling Fuzzy Tauntaun and get to starwars.fandom.com and I'm reading the page about it. And it's all written as if the Black Spire outpost is actually part of canon. So I'm like, okay, that no, that didn't happen and that didn't happen. But this is the part that's blowing my mind. It is named after Tauntauns, a snow lizard species. Wait, what? Wait, what? I Tauntauns are snow lizards? I assumed they were more mammals. And then I'm just going to say this. Lizards well, are cold-blooded and they live on an ice planet. That seems like um, evolution has done screwed up if you're putting lizards on an ice planet. Aren't, aren't Tauntauns marsupials? You know, because they've got the pouch that you can go into. Only after the laser sword happens. <laughs> <laughs>